everybody i'm super excited we've got the one the only frankie J. how are you doing abby nights what's up i'm good i'm good first of all i want to say thank you for the opportunity to do an interview with you to be able to reach you know the masses my fans uh, my my audience and you know your audience and uh it's such an honor to speak with you so thank you for this. No, likewise. I mean, believe me, I'm beyond thrilled to be speaking with you today. And I know you've had such a, a successful career, and I'm sure that your stories are endless. So I thought it'd be kind of cool to get to know you a little bit, kind of where you started. And like, what was it like growing up with you? What were you like as a kid? Um, You know, it's it's actually cool that you asked me that question because about... Two days ago, I uh, went and visited a friend of mine who was having a birthday party, and um, mm-hmm. we were hanging out, and there was a couple there that, um, you know, kind of stood out right away and when I walked into the house, and, and I saw this girl that I knew, uh, well, she looked familiar, and I went up to her, and I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, you know, just, you know, said hello, and you know, we hadn't seen each other since high school. And she yeah. was reminding me, she was reminding me of how I was during school. She goes, oh my gosh, Frankie, like you were so shy back then. And I was a very shy kid. That's one thing that I do remember. And she was like, you were so shy. You were always singing around us. We would always push you, encourage you to sing and to do these talent shows. But you were so shy. You were so scared and so... You know, yet so humble and so nice. And I was just like, wow, like, I thought it was so cool having a great conversation with her about how I was in school, you know, in high school. Yeah. So uh, I guess to answer your question, that's how I was, you know? Shy? What? Very I was shy. shocked. Like, what, Very Frankie shy. J, shy? <laughs> right. I guess I opened up a little more once I started to get the feel of... I'll be honest, Abby, like, I think what helped me to get to break out of my shell mm-hmm. was when I first started performing in front of my peers, because it gave me a sense of confidence, because they were so amazing. When I was just growing up, you know, I remember uh, being so timid mm-hmm. and shy to the world. Um, I was kind of a little, how would you say... Um, not very communicative, not very outspoken, not very conversational type of type of guy, you know, type mm-hmm. of kid. Um, but the moment that I started performing, that helped me so much mentally to break wow. out of my shell and not be so scared of my environment. So that, to be honest with you, music helped me to be who I am today, pretty much. That's incredible. I've never stopped to think about how if you're introverted, 
how much of a role being able to perform can play in the ability to be more comfortable with a crowd or just around people generally, because it's such a different way of expressing yourself versus talking. Right. Yeah. I love well, that. You know, I think, um, I think it's helped me in such a big, big way to communicate with the world because, you know, we grow, we grow up obviously the way we grow up, you know, in our day and age and how, you know, growing up as, as a kid for me, I, I should say, we, I lived in a, in a different world, you know, it was mm -hmm. a different type of world that we live in today. Obviously it changes as we grow. Right. So, um, at that time, at that point in time, growing up, I never really, you know, I didn't grow up with a lot of, a lot of friends. And, you know, it was kind of like maybe three friends here and there that I considered really close friends of mine. Mm -hmm. And I would always hang out with them. And, uh, but, but I never really went out and, you know, hung out or nothing like that. I was basically always home in my own little community of friends, you know, in the apartment complex where I lived. And that's it. That's all I knew. So I think school, uh, you know, also just basically helped me to get out of that, that little box. Um, and when music came along, it was like the answer to my prayers. And, and I think my mom and my dad even loved the fact that I was doing music because it would, it broke off those, chains of shyness and timidness and afraid, I guess, of the world. <laughs> I don't know, you know. Yeah, but as yeah, they say. music helped me. The, the gift that yeah. keeps on giving, no? Right. There you go. <laughs> when, and that's what it was. That's what it was. So, yeah. So that was you as a kid. When did you discover that you loved music, that it was something you wanted to do? Because it seems like it's always been mm -hmm. a part of your life. It has. I mean, I loved music since I was a baby. I think I have a, a photo of me playing a snare drum. I was just <laughs> yes. probably one year one year old. And, you know, my aunt gave me a, a, a snare drum out of all toys. I'm one year old and, and, you know, here I am with a picture of me playing, having a drumstick in my hand and playing the snare drum. And, um, you know, so when I see pictures like that, uh, you know, in, in my, my, you know, book of, of photos, um, it reminds me of me being surrounded by nothing but family that loved music. Mm -hmm. So I guess it was always in the blood. It was already, you know, in me as when I was born. Because my, my father, uh, when he was younger, he used to sing. And he was a part of events that happened down in Tijuana, like here. In, in, you know, we grew up here in, in, in San Diego. So Tijuana is border town from San Diego. So he would do a lot of house parties, weddings, quinceañeras, you know, the, the, the whole works. And so music was always in him. It was instilled in him since he was young because my grandfather also, uh, you know, rest in peace, was a musician at heart. He, he played violin for the church. So I guess when I was born, I was already basically introduced to it as soon as I was out of the womb, you know. And um, But I've loved music since I was a child, and I think... I started recognizing my my talent when it came down to music, probably at around the age of nine or ten. Um, and I started taking to music like it was no other, you know. And I would I remember sitting down in my porch at home with with a little boombox on my lap, listening to all these so 
songs playing on the radio. And remember, back then we had boom boxes with tape with tapes. <laughs> yeah, you could you could actually press press play and record at the same time. Yeah, we record the whole entire program, <laughs> right? Yeah, I remember those so, days. Yeah, so that that was me as a kid, and at the age of nine or ten, and you know, listening to like hip hop, R and B, Spanish music. I mean, you name it. The whole works. Everything. What a beautiful uh, way to grow up, though, with love, with music. Oh, man, I had a great childhood. I cannot complain. I had a great childhood. My parents really, you know, did a great job in raising me and, and you know, my, my three siblings. Um, and, you know, I have an older brother who's four years older than me. I have an older sister who's three years older than me. And I have a younger sister who is five years younger than me. So I'm the middle child. I mean, I, you know, mm. as a, you know, they say when you, when you're a middle child, you have the worst of it all, you know, but at the end of the day, like, yeah, you know, my, my, my <laughs> older brother was the first boy and my older sister was the first girl. So yes, did, did my parents have a favorite? Yes. Yeah. But, you know, um, at the same time, like I felt love, I felt, you know, nourished by their warmth and, and, you know, their always caring for us as we were kids. Cause we never, you know, I, I could truly say like, I, you know, I don't think we ever missed anything. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a great childhood. Um, and, uh, thank God that, that, you know, we were raised with such amazing parents that always, always looked out for us, took care of us. I mean, you know, it was just amazing. So, um, now fast forward to, to today, uh, you know, I still, thank them for everything that they've, that they've done for me because it's allowed me to be where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if it wasn't for the guidance of my father and my mother, uh, you know, being there all the time, teaching me right from wrong, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. So, but yeah, music has always been in my heart. Yeah, family's everything. Everything, everything. Like, I oh, feel absolutely. the same way about my family too. I wouldn't trade them for the world. I'm like, look, I'd go back and relive every moment right. with my family all over again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Do- absolutely. I remember moments in my childhood having so much fun. I mean, first bicycle at, at the age of five, mm-hmm. you know, there's pictures of, of us being there hanging out and pictures of Halloween costumes and events and parties and birthday cakes at the park and events at the park and things that we used to do that were like, wow, you know, you don't hear about anymore. We, we shouldn't complain. <laughs> yeah. You don't really hear about those things anymore. Oh, like you know, you're I going to the park. Bell bottoms and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way back when. Heck yeah. <laughs> right? Right. The kids nowadays don't know nothing about bell bottoms. <laughs> no. Platform shoes, all that stuff. Like it was cool there to have go. a cool boom box that you could take out with you. Like they'll never know what those days oh, were like. Man. Carry that extra pair of batteries no, in case the first one doesn't work out. <laughs> right? You know, the, the D batteries and then the, the C batteries and yeah. then the double the A batteries. It's like, yo, man, we need some batteries to get this bumping. I mean, you know, it's crazy that you mentioned that because that's exactly how it was. I mean, I would listen to like Run DMC tapes. I would listen to Fat Boys tapes, Curtis Blow, Houdini. I would listen to Michael Jackson. I would listen to Stevie Wonder. I would listen to Spanish music like Vicente Fernandez. I would listen to like everything from A to Z, like I said earlier. And um, it was just a big old, you know, melting pot of sounds in my household with both my parents and 
what helped me too was having an older brother and an older sister because they would go to parties and events. Obviously, I was too young to do anything, so I would mm-hmm. stay at home. <laughs> and my brother would bring records, vinyls of songs that I was like, yo, these records. And I remember listening to like Lisa Lisa and the Cold Jam, All Cried Out. Are you there? Hello? 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 You were there and then you were gone. (laughs) But you were saying about the records, though. (laughs) I was like, oh, no, there it goes. I'm all into the story, man. I was like, oh, no. Wi-Fi went down. No, but um, as I was as I was saying, you know, listening to these vinyls that my brother and my oldest sister would bring from, you know, because of them going into their parties and, and house parties and events that I couldn't go to, they were introduced to music that was out out there in the world, right? So they would bring it to the house, and we had a record player at home in our living room that we would you know, play these records on and we were just enjoying music. So listening to like records from Lisa, Lisa and the cold jam all cried out. Uh, wonder if I take you home. Uh, you know, the songs that were out at radio at that time that mm. were, you know, just like, wow. You know, it was like, man, it was, it was just so cool to have those, um, you know, sounds in our household. So, so yeah, you know, I remember being a being a kid and, and doing all those things. My God, your playlist mixes must have been amazing. Like back in the day when you'd have the little <laughs> tape and you'd write all the different songs on it. Do you remember what the first song was that you ever sang? Mm, that's a good question. Oh wow. Um My <laughs> uncles when I would stay at my at my uncle's house. Well, mm-hmm. not my uncle's house, my grandparents' house. Every Sunday, or depending on on the on, on the on the times that I would have vacation, because during summer I would always stay at my grandparents, and I would be there for two months. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, my uncles were obviously a lot older, so they, they their playlist was incredible. I mean, they were listening to oldies from like, you know, um, they had these volumes, uh, these tapes that uh, were called, I think. Uh, Barrio Classics or something like that. And there was a lot of oldies. Mm-hmm. And my, uh, also they would play, you know, 45s, the vinyls. And I remember one of the songs that I would always sing was a song by a group called Aha. Uh-huh. I don't know if you remember them. I don't remember them. I remember the, the, I remember the sound. The songs were, uh, the sound was... Yes, yes, I remember now. Yes, great record. Yeah, so I remember listening to those songs when I used to stay over at my grandma's house because you know she had nine kids, and so everybody 
was just jamming out to different styles of music. And so it was like another, you know, um, club in there whenever they would get together and, and just jam out. So those are the kinds of songs that I remember singing as a kid. I think that might have been either one of the first songs that I would sing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even some of those, uh, you know, oldies. I'm just a lonely boy, lonely and blue. I'm all alone, nothing to do. No, those, those are great, great songs that I remember as a kid listening to. Yeah, they're, I mean, they take you back. It's, inc- I mean, you had such an incredible childhood. And then you, you think about music like that. It's so nostalgic because it takes you right back to those moments. But what, what, a, what a journey you've had so far. Because to go from amazing moments like that with family to then getting your own day in your city. Oh, my goodness. Like, what? Yeah. It's like Frankie J Day. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it, here in San Diego, in the city of San Diego, I've been so very fortunate to have that love and that support from, um, you know, the people in, in the political world. Um, you know, I've had events with the mayor of uh, Chula Vista, mm-hmm. uh, Maria Salas, uh, who has been very supportive. Um, and, you know, other political um you know, people that have made some really, really important moves here in our city. And so, you know, I thank God for the music because, like I said earlier, it's allowed me to do the things that I'm doing today. It's It's been a platform that I've been able to utilize, uh, you know, to meet just different people in the world. And here in my hometown of San Diego, uh, I've, you know, I've practically lived here all my life. You know, I was born in Tijuana, mm-hmm. raised here in San Diego. I lived in Texas for about 10, 11 years and then came back and here we are uh, all over again. We've been, we've been here since 2008 back home. Um, but, um, you know, it's kind of cool how this all came about. My father uh, goes to a church that is kind of on the South Bay area of San Diego. Uh, I'm over here in the Southeast part of San Diego, but there's a gentleman uh, that goes to that church that my dad goes to and he's part of um you know of the political movement here in san diego and he came up to my dad and he said to him hey i know your son is frankie jay would love to speak with him uh, because we want to give him his own day here in san diego so my dad was like oh my gosh really oh that's amazing oh he would love this so anyway long story short we communicated and uh you know asked me to give him uh, a bio of, you know, me and, and the works that I've done, uh, things that I've accomplished. And, you know, he knows that I'm also a, 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 a faithful servant of my community. I love, you know, serving my community. I love doing a lot of things here for my city of San Diego. So one day he just, you know, he said, all right, well, you know, how would you like your day to be September 12th? Uh, I was like, uh, you know, I didn't even know what to say. And uh, <laughs> it was just a humbling experience. Yeah. A humbling experience for me. So, yeah, so now every September the 12th is uh, Frankie J Day here in the city of San Diego. So I just wish I could have free coffee for everybody that day. Right? <laughs> you know? What an amazing I think story. I'm a big coffee freak, so. 
Yeah. Really? I wish I could drink it. I can't have it. I can't have caffeine. So I'm like, what's the point of having coffee if you can't have the caffeine part? <laughs> <laughs> and coffee makes me feel alive in the morning. Yeah, that's what my mom says too. She's like, Mira, without my yeah. cafe, I'm not a person. Don't talk to me. <laughs> so I respect exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> I yeah. love that. We're going to take a quick break, you guys, but we'll be right back with Frankie J. So make sure you don't go anywhere. You're listening to Abby on the Abby Nights Morning Show on Rhythm 105.9 FM. And we're back with Frankie J. I just, your story is so incredible. I mean, just how humble you are, how hard you work, the journey you've had, the love that you have with your family is just everything. Thank you. I can't even, it, it almost doesn't seem like it's real life. Like you're living like, your real dream because you have everything well, you that know, matters most. Like I said, you know, uh, the family that I have uh, has been able to help me get to where I'm at today because they've given me strength. They've given me guidance. They prayed for me, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to do what I, what I'm doing today. And I'm forever grateful uh, for everything that, that, um, you know, they've allowed me to accomplish. I think if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. And, you know, God is good. You know, God has been good to me and, you know, he's opened the doors, you know, for music and he's given me the gift of song and the gift of music. And, you know, here I am, here I am. And I'm still continuing the journey. Like I, I have a new uh, project that I just recorded that I just did that came out in, uh, in June this year. It's an album called Canciones Que Recuerdo. And Canciones Que Recuerdo consists of songs from legendary iconic artists Mm. that have inspired not only me, but I'm sure have inspired uh, the world. And, you know, they're artists like Pedro Infante, Juan Gabriel, Rocio Durcal, Jose Alfredo Jimenez, Javier Solis, uh, Jose Luis Perales, even a Frank Sinatra song that was recorded by Vicente Fernandez. Yeah, and I decided to do it. And, um, you know, it's an album that is... um, um, it's just full of nothing but amazing classic songs in Spanish, all Spanish. You know, songs like Fallaste Corazón, um, El Mi Viejo San Juan, Amor Eterno, Cien Años, eh, by Jose Jose, songs from, you know, from him as well, uh, El Triste Almohada. Um, there's even a duet uh, with my daughter in there called Fue Un Placer Conocerte Aww. that was first recorded by Rocio Durcal and then later she did a duet with Juan Gabriel. Juan Gabriel wrote all these beautiful songs for her. So this album, um, Canciones Que Recuerdo, is a very beautiful project that I've been so fortunate to finish and to present to the world. And since I'm doing things on an independent level, I decided to put it out on my own record label, which is Soulsic Music uh, Inc., Mm-hmm. And uh, here I am now doing things independently, being my own CEO, my own creator, and my own uh, boss, uh, and putting out music that uh, I think is is a necessity for our day and age today. It's reintroducing these amazing classics to our younger generation. So it's a beautiful album. Whenever you get the chance, Abby, you should check it out, listen to it, because I guarantee you, it's going to remind you of your childhood. Oh, it it sounds like it's just so special and so much thought and love went into putting it together. What inspired the idea to create an album like this? 
the inspiration came from curiosity. The curiosity of hearing my voice with the mariachi in the background. Wow. The curiosity of hearing my voice with the requinto for these beautiful boleros that were recorded mm-hmm. years and years and years ago that I wanted to remake. Um, and hearing these amazing songs gave me the push, gave me the um, just the desire to put something like this together. So, um, you know, it, it's been an incredible journey recording this album and putting it all together because I picked every single song on this project. There's 15 songs that I recorded. Uh, for this album, Canciones Que Recuerdo, Songs I Remember. That's the exact title in English, translated mm-hmm. in English. Um, and um, yeah, it was the curiosity of, of hearing my vocal, my voice on a different and unique level uh, of music, raw, you know, because these songs don't require much. So they, that's what makes them so great. Back then. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and, and that's how. It was done back then. Artists would, would do one, two, or three takes on these songs, and they wouldn't stack, you know, their vocals didn't, you know, they would kind of just go by the feel and the emotion and the soul and the heart and mm-hmm. did not care about anything else. Uh, it was all about, you know, the feeling of, of what you're recording and the songs that were written with such, you know, great, uh, great lyrics. But that's what made it so spectacular. It's like music is supposed to make you feel something. And sometimes they say less can be more. And the simplicity sometimes, even like when you you do an acoustic set or something like that, it's just so beautiful. I mean, there's going to be so many gems on this album. I... I, I just I can't wait to just have it on replay because your voice is going to sound insane on all of those songs. I can't wait for you to hear it. Oh, trust I can't me. wait for you to hear it because I know you're going to love it. I mean, again, these songs are just well put together, produced by a very good friend of mine named uh, Mr. Melorio, a.k.a. Luigi Giraldo. And one of San Antonio's own, Carlos Alvarez, who produces mariachi for a lot of artists out there in our, mm-hmm. in our Latino community of artists. And uh, I've been very fortunate to work with a very good friend of mine also named Lupita Infante. Lupita Infante is the granddaughter of Pedro Infante and the daughter of Pedro Infante Jr. Wow. Um, so by having her on board this project, it was also amazing to work with her because uh, she's so humble. She's a beautiful girl. Uh, her and her husband came down to my house, into my studio, and recorded the song, allowed me to produce her vocals, and she was so cool about that. Uh, her husband, while engineering the recording part, was also very amazing, very humble, and very, very good to work with. So, you know, the whole entire project came about in, in such a, an amazing way. And, you know, with no problems, no issues, everyone that worked on this project had no ego. Everyone was just thrilled to be a part of it. So we're probably about four or five music videos into the project already as far as singles go. So, wow. you know, the first single was Saburami. Mm-hmm. The second single was Fallaste Corazón. The third single was um, La Farsante. Uh, the fourth single is Buenos Amigos, and this, it's featuring uh, Lupita Infante. So we're 
we're we're working, you know, and we're getting this uh, out to the world, and we want everyone to hear it as much as possible, and, and you know, hopefully it'll it'll get into uh, you know everybody's hearts so that they can you know feel what I was feeling while I was recording these songs. A very nostalgic album because for me, I mean, I'm Spanish. I'm from Spain, the outskirts of Madrid, and so, you know, family oh, loves to keep awesome. music like that on replay, especially at my. Well, you familiar with Manolo Escobar? Yeah. My grandma was all about his no. stuff. <laughs> Manolo Escobar. I know. I've, I've heard the name. I've heard the name. Yeah, but school me on him. Yeah, he. I mean, he had this one song. I I always even even now at my grandma's like you know in her mid late eighties and. If I really want to make her get a good giggle, you know, like mi carro me lo roba. It's like one of those songs, you know. <laughs> it's, oh, wow. it's, but it's like those classics that that you hear, like even like with the Gypsy Kings and a lot of a lot of music wow. like that. And so yeah. you rarely hear of anybody really kind of paying homage or or going back to right. recreate that sound that for so many of us is something that's near and dear to your heart because it it brings you back to your childhood which if i could go back and get some moments yeah. i would <laughs> oh you know right now you mentioned madrid that you're from there right mm -hmm. you, you have the spanish roots well on this album rocio urcal was also from spain and also jose luis perales was also mm -hmm. from spain these two spaniard artists had some incredible songs and incredible voices you know yeah. jose luis perales wrote and sang a song that i did in bolero called y como es el. i don't know if you remember that song it, um it goes y como es el, en que lugar se enamoró de ti de donde a que dedica el tiempo libre pregúntale it's a beautiful, so beautiful, beautiful song that he wrote. And then, not only that, but Rocio Urcal was also from Spain. And she had an amazing vocal talent. And that sang so many beautiful songs that um, that uh, Juan Gabriel wrote for her. Mm -hmm. She blessed us with Amor Eterno, which is one of the songs that I covered from her on this album. So you have some Spanish roots on this project as well from Canciones que recuerdo. So yeah, it's 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 awesome. Oh, I can't look. Like when I said I'm going to keep it on replay, that's cuz that's my stuff. I love I love nostalgic <laughs> sounds because it, it, they're so meaningful i mean music has changed so much over the years i mean the the Absolutely. 2020 era that we're in i mean this year has been a, a whirlwind within itself but it, it just absolutely highlighting something like that is something that is so rare and but yet so meaningful when when you understand it and you know what it's about it it's very very touching and very meaningful so i think it's so cool that you took the time to put together something so special for your fans, for the listeners. I had to. Yeah. I'm... I had to. I think it was time, and it was something that was so motivating to, to, to make sure I got it done the right way. So I, I really just want to share this with the world and, you know, share what God has given me as talent to, you know, uh, inspire, um, you know, to inspire those who want to do music or have ever thought about, wanting to be a singer, an artist, a, a composer, a producer, an arranger, a songwriter. Uh, you know, music is, is, as they say, it's half of the life. Mm. You know, music is something that makes the world go round. It's something that is so beautiful. 
uh, to have and, and, you know, can create emotion and can, you know, spark, you know, love at mm-hmm. the same time. So I just want to use it for positivity, for, for good, to bring goodness into the world because God knows we need it right now, especially during these days that we're living. Well, and uh, I really hope that people <laughs> take time to, to enjoy this because it's a beautiful project. It's a beautiful album. Actually, the title for the concert, Canciones mm-hmm. Que Recuerdo En Vivo. So make sure, if you guys want to check out the virtual concert, go to frankiej.veeps, V-E-E-P-S dot com, to get your tickets so that you're able to check out the concert and um, and hang out with me today, because uh, I definitely want everyone to come on board, check out the show, and enjoy uh, these Canciones Que Recuerdo songs from this new album. So yeah. Oh, it's going to be spectacular. So everybody needs to check it out. Everyone needs to be there. I also heard a little rumor that about a year ago, you worked with the Club Jumpers with Dan Matthews, Sam Michaels, and George. And I think you got to reunite with DJ Kane on a little record. How'd that make you feel? Yes, yes. Well, it was cool to work with the Club Jumpers. And it was cool to reunite with my good friend DJ Kane. We're... um, well, I'm just kind of waiting for that song to come out because I know that we uh, we finished the song and DJ Kane is finishing his album. Uh, and so I'm curious as to see what that whole, uh, you know, the, the, the mix and the mastering and the whole nine, everything's going to sound. I'm excited about it. Um, and it was cool working with, with the Club Jumpers because we recorded everything there in their studio. We wrote the song in their studio and recorded everything in their studio, um, and so it was. It was a fun. Uh, it was a fun moment for me. So uh, excited about the song, and I want to make sure it comes out. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, is it gonna come out anytime soon? It's like you've got nothing but great things coming out. I'm like, look, can we just get it all at the same time? But you, they say you can't have too much of a good thing, so you got to spread it out a little bit. And this album is going to be quite yeah. a bit for right now. So oh, hopefully it'll be sooner rather than later. But we'll be excited and looking I'm out excited. for that, too. Yes, absolutely. So <laughs> make sure you guys stand by because it's going to be on and cracking. Thank you so yes, much ma'am. for your time today, Frankie. I truly appreciate it. I can't wait to watch your show. I already know it's going to be out of this world. So thank you again so very thank much. You, <laughs> I appreciate you and thank you for allowing me to reach the fans throughout this interview and uh, thank you to everybody who's listening and, and you know listening to this interview I appreciate the love and support God bless you guys stay safe out there and go get that album on all the digital platforms Canciones Que Recuerdo available everywhere <laughs> yes in the building, man. What's poppin' Talks, fam? You can now listen to our show on demand. To keep up with our latest shows, some of our favorite moments, and exclusive interviews, make sure you head over to iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. What's up, everyone? It's your girl, Abby Knight, checking in here. Are you tired of feeling gassy and bloated? No problem. I got the perfect solution for you. Check it out. Bioptimizers is a company that's been optimizing internal gut health for years now. They use the highest quality of enzymes and probiotics in the market, and they're clinically proven to get the job done. 
They're made in the USA, GMP certified, and manufacturing COA. Don't believe me? Try it out for yourself. They even offer a 365-day money-back guarantee. That's right, 365-day money-back guarantee. I started using these two years ago, and I never looked back. Believe me, they get the job done. So make sure you guys go check them out, www.buyoptimizers.com, and use code ABBY10 for discount at checkout. That's www.bioptimizers.com. Use code ABBY, A-B-B-I-E-1-0, for discount at checkout. Trust me, you'll thank me later.